Hello everyone, welcome to the second season of Let's Talk With Lo. I am your host, you should know by now, Lauren aka Lo. And I just want to say Happy New Year. I hope all your dreams and goals get accomplished this year. Um, I hope you guys wrote them down because they're just dreams until they're written down, they're goals. So hopefully you guys did that, got your resolutions, you stick to them. I know I'm going to stick to mine this year. Um, So yeah, let's get into our topic for today, mental health in the hip hop community. episodes you know that I am a mental health advocate and I feel like um diving into your mental health is an essential part of growing as a person maturing wanting to continuously improve um on yourself so how I'm gonna start this conversation today is I'm going to tell you guys a statistic that I found um and that resonated with me According to the National Alliance on Mental Health, Black Americans are 20% more likely to suffer from serious mental health issues, but only half are likely to use services. And services can include like therapy and medicine um, and groups and things of that nature. And like you guys, like think about this. We as Black Americans, African Americans, are more likely, 20% more likely, to suffer from serious mental health issues, which is understandable, or not understandable, but I can see where that 20% comes from due to the environment that some Black people are in. Um, And then it says... Only half are likely to use services. And that, I feel like, comes from the stigma of mental health, which I will get into a little bit later. Um, I wanted to share you guys this story that um, I was reading on Twitter about this young man named Bryce Gowdy who was um, enrolled in Georgia Tech and he was on a football scholarship and everything like that he committed suicide just days before enrolling and according to like the little news clip that i saw um, they said that he was struggling with leaving his family who were homeless and living in a hotel but i personally believe it's it's more than that along with his family he was homeless too so we don't know what type of experiences and traumas that he had throughout his life but I just wish that he had someone to talk to and um, ways to seek out help um, that many of us in our community do not have. I wish there were more like um, lessons or things taught in schools to let black kids know that it is okay to express themselves and that's how this 
conversation ties in with hip-hop because, you know, sometimes they put in their music, oh, like, you gangster, you gotta be gangster 24-7, like, um, you don't show feelings ever, and I just think that is crazy because as humans, no matter what color we are, we have feelings and emotions, that's just a part of us, so, um, looking at, you know, the stigmas of therapy and um, people saying that it's only for crazy people or black people don't go to therapy or my music is my therapy. Yes, music can be therapy. It can be your creative outlet to get things out in the open. But are you really dealing with them? Are you just putting them out there? So that's why I feel there is a difference between that. And, um, but I feel like the stigmas are evolving I do feel like that like more artists have opened up publicly about their mental health like if you've seen my episode about Wale and his struggles with his mental health and his advocacy and Kid Cudi being one of the first hip-hop artists to come out and say hey I have a problem with my mental health right now I want to get it fixed and I'm in therapy you know if you like it or not (laughs) And he's always encouraged his fans to do the same. And I was reading about Jay-Z and how he did this interview on a podcast and talked about mental health. So he said, we have to watch our mental health, but also not mental health. We have to watch our health, but also our mental health. A lot of people go through trauma like that and you're too embarrassed to get up and get help especially in those neighborhoods where we grew up in which I was talking about earlier with the young man um, who committed suicide and then he goes on to say that when he first went into therapy he hated it because he realized he was not ready for that level of getting to know yourself guys that is deep sorry y'all my phone just went off (laughs) But that is like that resonated with me because it made me think about the times uh, in my therapy sessions and my first therapy sessions. And if you didn't know, like I just went off on a tangent, but if you didn't know that I am in therapy, I have been in therapy on and off since I was 10 years old. Um, But ooh. I don't even want to get emotional about it, <laughs> but that's that's a real statement that he said because people tend to look at what others have done to them in situations and want to point fingers and blame others and not see the truth sometimes and not see the harm that we do to ourselves um, with blaming others and blaming our parents for everything and blaming our friends and other loved ones and not looking at hey what energy am I putting off why do I act the way that I act where does this type of anger come from and also people don't know how or don't want to spend time with themselves that is a real thing because sometimes I don't want to spend time with myself when my counselor therapist tells me to do these exercises because it makes me uncomfortable 
Um, and some people are not comfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable. But in order for you, like I said, to grow as a person, you have to learn how to be comfortable with uncomfortable. So definitely um, something that, you know, I still struggle with, but I I want to be better so I spend more time with myself as much as I can encouraging myself and I hope that you guys do the same um, people don't want to revisit past traumas is another reason people don't want to get to know themselves like I get it but like I said in order for you to find that peace that you need that you're looking for that you want you may have to reopen wounds and nobody said that therapy and mental health is easy just like physical health if you trying to lose 20 pounds that is not going to be easy in two months that is not going to be easy so what makes you think that um healing your emotional health and well-being is going to be easy it's not so yeah so the hip-hop community has definitely done better with that um but we do have you know, some more work to do. Um, you know, recently a lot of our artists have been passing away due to addictions. And some of these traumas that we go through can cause us to have addictions. And then these people don't realize that these addictions sometimes can kill. Or maybe they do realize and they're just killing themselves slowly. While I know it can be difficult for hip-hop artists to be vulnerable, um, I do appreciate those like Jay-Z and like Kid Cudi and Wale and many more artists, J. Cole, that, you know, have come up and come forward with um, these issues that happen within our community. Hopefully that paved a way for more artists to come out. Um, to get the help that they need and to get healed and hopefully that resonates with all of these artists and their fan base and that their fans get healed from any of their traumas as well but we're going to end this episode thank you guys for tuning in and listening to me don't forget to like and subscribe you can either subscribe on anchor or apple music um also on spotify as well so there's different outlets soundcloud that you can listen to this podcast please share it if this message touched you or you know someone going through this right now please please you know um share this episode with them and let them know how much you know, you mean to them. And yeah, so I hope you guys are enjoying your first month of 2020 in this new decade and talk to you guys soon. Bye.